Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. We got some holiday stuff to talk about. We got all the material stuff, and gosh, what are we supposed to do with it all? I can do this. Throw down the gauntlet. Fine. That's right. We'll go. We got this. Well, that's good. God has it because I don't right. have it. The Holy I don't Spirit. Feel that's it. right because He doesn't feel it. That's why we put so it in His that's hands. That's why Tina challenged me. That's I'm, right. I was afraid she was going to go there. Oh, that, that's she was the weakest among us. <laughs> exactly. Let, <laughs> in your weakness, you are strong, Ken. That's right. He is strong. That's great. Well, I hit record a little bit ago. So. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> of course you did. Oh, man. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not feeling 100% today. Um, it was a long, long weekend of beautiful and wonderful oh, yeah, that's experiences. That's right. You were on, on retreat, retreat. Mm-hmm. with the youth. Yep. We had our God Rocks retreat, which How was many went? fantastic. 33. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was a great – we had a wonderful time. Um, but obviously, I mean, you don't sleep on these things. Yeah. I mean, there's too much fun to be had, and there's too many um, – prayerful encounters with our Lord. We don't have time mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. So um, all the fun and the shenanigans, but, and then we had uh, the eighth grade, Our Lady Mount Carmel retreat yeah, yesterday. Next day. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm running, I'm, I'm running a little ragged here, but, but I'm grateful for all of it mm-hmm. and, uh, and wouldn't, I really wouldn't have it any other way. It was a really great couple of days. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So welcome back folks. I'm still <laughs> curious what God rocks are. Can you mine these? They're kind of like the they... candy rocks that pop in your mouth, but they Ooh. like pop in your soul. You know what oh, I'm saying? Pop gotcha. rocks. God yeah, rocks. spiritual rocks. God uh, rocks. Gotcha. That's not true, but it's, it's... Every time I hear you say God rocks, I think of like like a little rock, <laughs> and a, like a pet rock. Really? Like I don't think rock. of anything at all. I don't really think of much either. No. Yeah, no, my it, that's it gets painted clear as daylight in my head like a huge rock that belongs to God. That's funny. I think the in the past, I the, feel like you don't actually think it's funny. You're no, I, no <laughs> Tina's got why. like the blankest hair. Yeah. Well, no, like, I went back is, to high school immediately. Okay, <laughs> when we would paint rocks, I uh, graduated in Idaho, and there was a rock in fr- a huge rock in front of the school, and the seniors would paint it. You know, so if it was oh, your year, I you see. would paint it and oh, do whatever. Yeah. So oh, yeah, as yeah, you yeah. keep talking about this rock you're envisioning, <laughs> this, I, I picture myself painting this, and I, I thought, do I divert and start talking about this, or do I let it pass? Well, you so I'm actually in battle with myself. Do I mention it, or do I just let it go? <laughs> it came out. It got me. <laughs> Battle's over. Kim, yeah. What are we talking about today? Oh, well. well who's here? Not what are we doing? large rocks. Yeah, so um, today we have Tina Wandersee. Our social outreach director. Hello. And uh, Austin Farenholt, director of mission. Hello, folks. And as my name has already said, Ken White, the director of youth and young adult ministry. And uh, what I wanted to talk about today um, had nothing to do with rocks, although I suppose if you have a rock collection, it might have something to do with it. But um, sort of we're, we're caught up in this season right now of Advent, which is wonderful. Or diamonds. Um, what's that? Oh, or diamonds. Mm-hmm. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we are getting there, folks. You'll understand what we're talking about here in a minute. But the idea that we get caught up in all of the sort of hubbub of Christmas, right? So there's this desire, at least I find this tension within myself, of I want to slow down and I want to reflect 
and I want to prepare during Advent for Christ's coming. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, right next to that desire is this desire to complete a checklist of items, get these gifts, do this thing, run this errand, be ready, get everything in the house ready so Mm -hmm. that we can actually have a relaxing Christmas and then you're sick and you're tired and you've caught the flu or whatever and now your Christmas is miserable, right? So this sense of like, gotta, gotta do all of these things. Um, and there seems to be a particular emphasis anyway in our culture on, on stuff that the way that I show love is by giving stuff. Um, (laughs) and I, and I struggle a little bit with this because my love language is not, is not gift giving. I don't think there's anything wrong with receiving a gift or giving a gift. It can be a beautiful expression, but it's not my love language. And so I struggle with the whole, when, when my siblings or my parents or my wife asked me, what do you want for Christmas? I tend to think of like very, you know, like, Oh, I'd love, I don't know, a phone call. You know I mean? Like I don't think of it as like, I want this item. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe part of that is because, um, I have what I need. Yeah. Um, and I don't have that desperate for, for something, but I, I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys have thoughts on that? Like that kind of tension between, um, the, the emphasis on stuff and gifts and, and yet the desire to, to step back from, from that. Yeah. It's so, it's a, it's a weird, uh, it's sort of a weird place to be because one, on the one hand you're spending four weeks, uh, preparing your heart for, for Christ. Um, uh, one, thinking of the birth of Christ, two, thinking of the second coming, and uh, preparing uh, your heart and your, your, your life um, for that. Uh, and then on the other hand, there's this shopping. Uh, I'm not a shopper, so I don't get into the, the shopping, but it's, it's weird that shopping would be at the forefront and it would take uh, priority and it has sort of a chaotic, uh, busy sort of uh, nature around it. Uh, most experiences uh, in shopping places are not uh, Christ-like or Christ-giving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so to, to, so it's, it's kind of like having um, uh, a foot in each in each world, right? So on the one hand, I'm going out and doing all of this shopping, uh, which I actually am not, uh, but I'll use it as, a, as an example. <laughs> and then on the other hand, I'm I'm trying to take quiet and prepare my heart uh, for Christ. And at the end of the season, uh, it can run uh, the risk of. In, not being not not very settled, not very peaceful, like everything has Christmas has come and gone, and nothing has really been enjoyed, celebrated, prepared for, encountered, or any of those things um, it just when I hear of shopping in this regard that it just gives a, an image of busyness, mm-hmm. crazy, frenetic yeah, I think I also experience that that tension uh, that it it is a challenge um on a number of levels. I mean, one one just kind of practical challenge is like uh, there's a lot of people to shop for, you know. Yeah. So like when you think about it, there's kind of a societal pressure of like, man, there's a lot of people I work with. Like, what do I? What should I get them? Mm-hmm. Uh, I come from a big Catholic family. Fortunately, we draw names, mm-hmm. so we only have to do one. But when you have four kids, husband, wife, both yeah. sides, like, well, it starts to get pretty big again. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of challenges of okay, well. We've got to get something for all these people. Oh, what about this person? You know, did we remember this person? Um, oh, by the way, they've got the angel tree at at work, like or at church. Sorry, well, my church is my work. So, but at church, you yeah. know, they got the angel tree. We got to get something for the yeah, poor. Yeah, After yeah. all, that's what this is all about. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. So, you know, there there's just this tension of like, if I want to enter into the season, then 
I must buy things. Um, and, and I, you know, whether it's for the poor, for my family, you know, who my children are poor mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. degree, um, for my spouse, like I, I got to buy these things. And so it's very, it is very challenging and it is very stressful. I understand why people get stressed yeah. out yeah. right before Christmas because it's, it's expensive. Yeah. And, uh, and so spending that amount of money can be really tough. I, yeah. You know, I, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think, I, I mean, just to, just to explain like, you know, how I've, I mean, I think well thought out gifts are a really wonderful thing. And I'm not saying that, you know, my, I don't think that like getting someone a gift that you've really thought about and really want to get for this person, um, is a bad thing, right? I I mean, I I don't think any of us would say giving a gift or receiving a gift is a bad thing, especially when it's something that like, like, I mean, recently someone made me these wonderful cookies for Christmas and that's just such a beautiful, like they took time, they baked these cookies and they gave them to me and they dropped it off and just a reflection of their thanks. And and that, that to me means a lot, Mm -hmm. like that kind of gift means a lot, um, but there's also, I, I think sometimes, like you were saying, Austin, there's maybe this this sense of like, okay, I better get you know all of these people something, right? And then the, maybe there's a disconnect between the relationship that's there and the need to just satisfy that that checklist. Does that right? Right. Does right, that right. well? I think yeah. I think you're you're hitting on something really good there too. That uh, maybe a question is like, you know, we buy these gifts. First of all, because they're, well, not first of all, but in a lot of ways around this time, we buy these gifts because there's a lot of pressure to buy gifts. But I think a question is, what is, is there something deeper motivating us to buy somebody a gift? And, uh, and perhaps this time of year is more of just a, um, a time to remember that we should have a heart of generosity all year round. Right, mm. right, right. Uh, you know, I, when when you talk about gift giving and and uh, receiving a gift, I think for me the the best part about the gift is wondering what's inside. Mm-hmm. So actually, getting a gift that's wrapped, knowing this particular person got it for me, and that moment of wonder before it's ever even open. So for me, it's never about what's actually inside. Because I think the greatest part of the gift is wonder. The anticipation. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because, um, you know, and I think it's the same even for children as they're under the tree opening it. I mean, they they look on with wonder. They're so excited. And then uh, anybody who has any uh, amount of children knows that there's there's going to be one off in the corner who's highly disappointed. <laughs> you know, all the gifts are open, kind of and, open and absolutely, oh, and yeah. even it doesn't have to be children. I mean, I've seen this play out uh, even with grown adults. Someone's skulking, sulking in the corner because they didn't get what they wanted. So for me, it's always about the wonder about what's inside. And this person actually thought about me. And uh, even if I don't, you know, if I'm not particularly, you know, attached to the gift inside. Um, it's still that, you know, that moment of wonder, uh, that somebody has got me something mm. and, and what, what could it be? You know, what is it? Yeah. I think a, that there's like, there's a huge distraction there to separate the person from the gift to say like, uh, I mean, you know, sometimes we do the gift exchange. It's just easier family, friends, whatever. Hey, what do you want? You know, like, what do you want? Just tell me what you want for Christmas and I'll just get it for you. 
like I, I've separated myself from you in that, in a sense. That's mm. like, okay, I'm just going to get you the thing that you, you want. want. Yeah. yeah, and then it's okay. Well, you're what now. What joy is there in this? Yeah, you're separated from me because now you're not thinking about me getting it for you. You're thinking about just the thing you want, yeah. and I'm separated from you because I don't actually have time to think about you yeah. and really like analyze or assess like what do you, what do you like, Ken? You know what what interests you. Uh, what are you about? What are some of the things you talk about? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or even if it's just as simple as, man, I don't really know as much about Ken as I'd like to, but uh, I'm just going to write him a card, a really nice card. You know, something like that is like I, I, I think that it's it's far too easy, particularly with all the pressure to buy so many gifts, just to say I can't think about all these people and figure out what I want for Christmas. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just right. going to ask them what they want and tell them and just be done with it. No, and I think that I think really when I say that gift giving is not my particular love language, I think it is that kind of gift giving. Mm. It's like I'm going to give you something to as a token, which is not a bad thing. Again, I can appreciate that when someone does that. Mm-hmm. But what's really meaningful is like for instance, some of the teenagers last night surprised me with a card at our meeting and gave me a Captain America ornament. Right, and and that speaks to the fact that they listen, that they know that I like the character Captain America, and I enjoy Marvel. Mm-hmm. Right, so they put thought into it, and whether they put thought ahead of time or they saw it, and immediately this needs mm-hmm. to be something that we get for Ken. But now there's something with that gift. Like when I see that hanging on the Christmas tree, I'm going to think of the individuals that gave it to me, and it means something because right. they thought about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think too, a lot of it has to do with the person receiving. Um, you know, so if, if, if you're a good receiver of gifts, um, then, then they can become fruitful in your life. And that can be uh, gift giving or it can be even, uh, even with Jesus and, um, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So I think it has to do with the receiving. I have run into people who are not good receivers what does that mean? Uh, it just means that, um, uh, you know, you, if it's a gift, you open it and you think, why would they get this for me? Mm. They don't even know me. Why would they, you know, and this doesn't, you know, or they do know me and they got this. I mean, this doesn't make sense. And, you know, throw it to the side. But a good receiver um, uh, accepts that, you know, um, accepts that gift. And it actually... Uh, can bring joy if you are receptive. So only, and I've mentioned this before on a podcast, but uh, uh, something that taught me about being a good receiver is Christ on the cross. He gives up his life and he gives it to the Father and the Father receives it. And if the Father didn't receive that act, there would, you know, there wouldn't be really any redemption. I mean, it's an act mm-hmm. that the Father says, I, th- this, is what, this is what he accepts, this is what he receives as a gift of Christ's love for, for the people, um, for all of us, for in, in salvation for our, our, uh, for our sins. So uh, there's something about being a good receiver um, and uh, and not necessarily uh, always seeking what one wants for oneself, because you know I don't I don't think any of us really know ourselves that well to know what you know what's going to satisfy. satisfy right. And so to just be um, happy and um, and to again for me it's about wonder wonder about the gift and um, participate. Uh, in in the joy of receiving it in a different way. I mean, 
I don't know. There's something about being a receiver. Well, I think it, what came to mind was puzzles. Yeah. Is that uh, Tina received? Just so all of our audience knows, if you have extra <laughs> puzzles around, <laughs> Tina receives puzzles very well. You get lots of puzzles, I but get- I I can tell like when you got one recently, you were just happy. Yeah, it's like yeah, people know I love puzzles, so I get puzzles. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> do you need any more puzzles? I don't know. Yeah, you know, that's right. to be determined. But right. what we do need is not necessarily the thing. But I think what is so joyful is that. That thing is now associated with uh, with a thought of the other person. Right. So when I see this thing, when you're when your youth see Captain America, that's right. They think, oh, Ken loves this, you know. And I think that speaks to something deeper about all of creation. Is that some of the some of the, I mean, a lot of the saints, but um, uh, for some reason, who's a patron of Saint Joseph of Cupertino, patron of test takers, really simple guy. Um, he really like he was not very smart at all. I mean, he couldn't remember a darn thing. But he would look around at all creation, and it reminded him of God. Like everything he saw reminded him of God, and he was the most ecstatically joyful person, even though he was forgotten and cast aside by everybody else, because he saw everything, and it reminded him of God. Just right, like right. your youth that you were working with, Ken saw Captain America, and it reminded them of Ken. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a reminder that that they that they uh, have affection for you, a reminder that they love you and that they care about you in their lives. You know? No, definitely, and that's I, I think I love that we're talking about sort of the hidden meaning behind it or the deeper meaning because I had an experience recently where the <clears throat> excuse me the the youth and and parents of the youth they surprised Rhiannon and I with a baby shower, uh-huh, um, nice. and it was just such an incredible. I mean, I am a difficult person to surprise. I can catch things pretty early on and know that something's coming. And they just completely surprised me. I mean, I had no idea. I show up at this family's house. Um, shout out to the Gloners who organized it. I show up at their house, and I think I'm just going over there for dinner with my family, and suddenly, like, I turn the corner, and there's all these people there, and they've got, you know, and they they literally shower us with gifts. And the gifts were wonderful gifts, and they were they're helpful gifts for having a second baby and all the things that you would imagine at a baby shower, and then some. But what really struck me about it was that I was in a community that was showing me the love of God. Hmm. Like, that's what I walked away with. And all of the things are wonderful, and we're going to use them, and I'm grateful for all the little things that and big things that people gave. But ultimately, it was their love that they were Mm -hmm. showing me, and it was showing me the greater love of God. Like, God saying, your family is cared for. Hmm. I I care. As God, I care about your family, and I'm showing that Mm -hmm. by the care of this community. And it was just, it really struck me, something really quite beautiful. And that was, that was a time where I'm receiving gifts and I'm just, I'm, I'm just overjoyed because it was representative of something so much deeper. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love that because that, that's what it comes down to is that the gift is, is simply an opportunity, I think, for an expression of love. Like that's, that's really what it is. And if, uh, if we, if, and I have a, I mean, I have a tendency to do this. My wife and I were up. What, the day we're recording this is uh, the 18th of December. So we were yesterday. Um, we were like, my brother got married this past weekend. You know, we've had a lot of a lot of busyness as people have in the holiday season. Um, we had a few extra layers of it this year. But you know, I told her, Claire, if we don't order stuff tonight, it might not be here in time. So we have got to sit down and go through and order stuff. And it was hard because. It actually takes, like, because we try not to ask people too much, like, hey, what do you want? 
was very tempting last night because we were running out of right, time. Right. But it was it's hard and it's exhausting because you really have to sit and think about people. Yeah. Think you know, and I, it's funny to say that out loud because it's like, well, we should always be thinking about other people. Jesus tells us to do that: love your neighbor, love other people. But it actually takes a good amount of energy sometimes to sit down and just think about the other, and let them enter into your mind, let them enter into your 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 being, and just sit and consider them. What do they like? Mm-hmm. You know, what would what would make them happy? What types of things are they interested in? And what's nice too is sometimes it brings up the sad truth that you haven't spent much time with that person. You know, like and it's wow. You know, I would mm-hmm. really love to know them more, uh, and I I wish I could do that. And so in that sense, I kind of actually like now that we're talking, it's kind of coming to light. But I, I like the. Um, the fact that that we have to get gifts for all of these people because it forces me to actually think about them and think how much over the past mm-hmm. year since last Christmas mm-hmm. have I spent with them, getting to know them, talking with them on the mm-hmm. phone. Like these are my family members. Yeah, I should yeah. be talking with them more and loving them more. You know, why yeah. haven't I? Right. But this is challenging. It yeah. should be really yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah, you know what's interesting? My um, my uh, daughter had said not too long ago. Um, during this Christmas uh, preparation time, she said, uh, Mom, I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas. I don't know that I can get it, and I, pro- I might not get it. I don't know. It's so expensive, she said, but there's this mug that, um, that will keep your coffee at a certain temperature. Like, you can program it, okay, nice. at a certain temperature and walk around, and it won't get any hotter than that or any cooler than that. So, like, it won't be cooking on. You know how they used to have those oh, saucers yeah. you could plug in and just be cooking be away? away. <laughs> Burnt. Yeah, <burning> <laughs> And so, but the joy with which she was telling me, she was like, but I don't know if I can afford it. And I said, I said, geez, Sarah, that is so, that is just, what what did I say about it? It was just so extravagant, right? Like, um, I'm going to have to go to confession if I use this mug, right? Like, this is, you talk about, I think in my my word lately is privilege. I'm like, such a privilege to have a, so privileged to have a mug like that. So we laughed about it. She said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it for you. And I said, that's fine. I don't care if it's under the tree or not. The exchange and the joy with which she thought of me and uh, mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. love of coffee, and not only that, but it, I'm always heading to the microwave to reheat it, reheat it, reheat it, to get it to just the right temperature. If it drops a, a notch, I'm back to the microwave. Just the joy with which she, I don't even have to have this mug, honestly. It's the, it's, it's, uh, really, it is so extravagant and ridiculous. Uh, you know, there probably are, I told her, penances on the other side. There's penalties for this mug. <laughs> But just that joy and the, the, the fact that she thought of me, and this would be such a beautiful gift for you. And um, so she told me the other day, it's not going to be under the tree. And I said, that's fine, sweetheart. Um, really, I don't care. It's just yeah. that exchange of it was as good as getting this ridiculous mug, right? And so at any rate. Yeah, and I think I think it what we're getting back to is, is relationships, right? Mm -hmm. The core of it. It's not about the gift giving. The gift giving is a, is a way of expressing the relationship and the, and the care for that relationship. Someone who's really good at this is my wife. Rhiannon is really exceptional at gift giving. She's very thoughtful. She'll notice things that maybe I pick up at the store look at or something I'll say. But a lot of times her gifts are more planned out. Like it might be, when we were dating, she gave me a jar of like a hundred things she appreciated about me, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just written on these uh, pieces of paper for me to pull out anytime I want yeah. to just be reminded of what she loves about me, right? And that was such a wonderful gift that I'll never get rid of, right? 
I think um, I could think of ten, but oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's Come on, very you kind. That's up so on. generous. Fascinating. Like, ten things. I was like, awesome. Wow, that's isn't wonderful. That awesome. So anyway, it was a beautiful <laughs> gift. It was. Um, that but is, it's that, holy I don't, mean, I don't think I have enough time to mimic this gift for my husband before Christmas. Brianna just, and I am not knocking your gift, by the way. Oh, no, I think it's outstanding. Gift. Yeah, I mean the time she Can you took. Imagine too, if you were to feeling that, bad and you pulled out something. Holy yeah. So I mean, just that kind of thought that was put into yeah. it like that's really that's really something yeah um and i'm just i'm not that way and i'd like to be more that way mm. because i find myself in a similar position that you talked about austin where i'm like oh, i gotta get this person something what do i get them yeah i haven't really talked to yeah, them i overthink i don't really things. know what they like I'm well, a, a, you know and i'm an overthinker because mm-hmm. i'm like i i know i start out saying i know what they would like i go i pick it up and i'm like really not that that's not i mean is that enough that's not enough you know, so I'm always back and forth with it needs to be more. And then I'm like, no, but this is them. And I'm like, and then I'm just tossing it back and forth. Are they going to, you know, is it enough? Even though that is probably the best gift for them. So I don't like, I don't like to have to purchase anything for anybody. It's too, too difficult for me. Hmm. Yeah. I get stuck in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I think I'm just shell shocked from too many bad recipients really yes i mean i i think i have uh, just a whole host of you know not good receivers <laughs> <laughs> that is, well i mean isn't that interesting though because like that that can then i don't mean just my family i just no, mean yeah. in general just not not good receivers yeah but i think that that i mean if you if you consider just how like how love is uh is contagious just like how the opposite of that is also infectious. Um, yeah. That, that like, you know, because we, we have bad experiences of love, and I think this probably speaks to something deeper about the human person, like because we have those bad experiences of love, it can make us scared to love again. You yeah. Know? yeah. That like, oh, man, that was that was not good. Like shell-shocked, I like that word. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow, I tried to do something kind and that was not received well. Like, right. Man, that right. – I don't know if I want to go through that again. I yeah. think that's really Yeah, I'd rather really not give. Yeah, rather or, not give. Or even just like I want to try harder, but but we're broken people. And so, you yeah. know, it's like I want to try harder so that right. that doesn't happen because I want you to be happy. Right. I mean, gosh, right. this happens in a lot of relationships. Like I, I know I've got some friends that I just you know, they struggle with some things and man, it hurts my heart because I don't I don't want them to struggle with it anymore. You know, and I get mm-hmm. like I've been shell shocked, mm-hmm. like what? Why, why are you still struggling with these things? Doggone it! Like I thought we, I thought we got past this, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, but you know, even my kids, like, why are you still upset? Why are you still not eating dinner? Like, right. We made you dinner. Why are you still grumpy about right, it? Right. Right. You know, you were sick from hunger because you didn't eat last night. Why don't you yes. just do it? But it's part of the human condition where I think people are just like, I, there's just sometimes a hardness that mm-hmm. that makes us scared to love again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I do think that along with that, that gifts given out of love can really break through that fear, mm. right? Because, um, you know, I'll get gifts around Christmas time from families, um, just note cards and gift cards and such that um, just thanking me for the ministry um, during the year, and that's just it. It means a lot because it kind of. You know, sometimes you wonder, like, am I having any effect in ministry, right? And it breaks through a little bit of that and says that, you know, here's someone who took the risk to give, 
um, like you're saying, and mm-hmm. took the risk of me just not caring or me, and, and took the risk. And that token, it's more than just a gift card. Mm-hmm. It's someone saying, I appreciate what you've done, and it's, and it's affirming you know, the work. And, mm-hmm. I, and I praise God for those moments because those moments can help keep me going. Um, and I think God, God allows, works through people to send me those moments, you know, and that's, that's a real gift. So I think sometimes a, a gift well given at the right time, that risk that one can take yeah. can really have impact. You know, talking about receiving gifts too, it made me think of a story this guy told me. This is, this is a guy, he's from uh, North Dakota that I, I happen to meet, um, and the most optimistic man I've ever met. I mean, there is nothing but a smile on this guy's face, and he's just so, it's great great everything's great you know he's like tony the tiger life is great i mean just really fascinating to the point like is it really though that troubles me (laughs) well let me tell you a story though he went on this uh this camping trip with like with a whole bunch of guys i don't know it was like some extravaganza in the midwest and they were going camping for a long time hunting and they had they brought with them a cook um it was this lady who was going to make food all along the way for them and but it was a big group of guys she was cooking for and so the first night, apparently, she just charred it all, like just made a mess of the food, right? And everybody was – most of the people were kind of where did grumbling. They, where did they find her? I have no idea. I mean, was I mean, she – this is just a story. Let's not get okay. into the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> I have questions. But <laughs> by the end of the story, that question won't matter. But <laughs> they – so she, she – I mean – the point is she was very nervous to m- make food for all these people, I think, in a different environment. So she made all this food. Why did she go? Because <laughs> 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 they paid her. Okay. The, <laughs> so the first night, you know, she, she ruined the food. But then this one guy who's really positive was just really grateful. It was like, thank you so much. Oh, man, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Super happy. And this girl went from being nervous to just being completely calm. Mm-hmm. And then they said every day the food got so much better, but it was because he didn't grumble yeah. and get upset mm-hmm. over it. Yeah. He was kind. Yeah. And then it lifted this other person up. I- I'm telling you, I don't think that food changed when I owed I think it was they who changed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made You know right. what I'm saying? Yes. Seriously, I point. think it's all in perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can you can see uh, the world through two different lenses, you know, if you so choose. And, you know, uh, life is a choice. Love is a choice. Um, uh, being uh, a person of, um, you know, that just, just that, that, that seeks the Lord, that's a choice, you know, to make, to answer, to receive, uh, the call of the Lord, to receive his love, to receive, uh, his, uh, sacrifice and his grace. You know, all of that is a choice. So I don't, I don't necessarily think her food got any better. I think they, uh, they changed. You're yeah. probably right. How they were receiving Because one person chose Yes, love. absolutely. And I think it's that infectious. I think yeah. all you need is one, one person to break out of the pack. And we've talked mm. about this. One person to break out of the pack. And everybody starts saying, you know what? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it, the world is like that. Yeah. You know, maybe mm. this is um, a good life. Maybe, um, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's something to uh, a life with Christ. All you need is one person yeah. um, who's uh, truly and authentically uh, living that, uh, where you wonder, like this um, Tony the Tiger character, is that for real? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, is that, that for real? Could that actually yeah. be true? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and I think that that also in and of itself is a gift because I think that, uh, and that's the gift of the other, you know, somebody um, uh, who's living a life uh, centered on Christ allows for the other to wonder, hmm. is there really something to that? And then as people begin to look on and wonder, it's not necessarily about, you know, um, this person, but it's about Christ and life in Christ. And I wonder if that, if I can have that life as well. Mm. No, I love, I love that. Um, and I think, you know, I started, I started the, the podcast by talking about how gift giving was not my primary love language, but now I think I've been really challenged by the two of you and your, your witness to maybe, maybe it's not so much that it's not my love language, but it's the way that I see it. Right, that maybe if I'm better at receiving and better at giving, that maybe maybe then it it, it I think it's changed. My perspective yeah, just has changed. Be a better person, Ken. That's, yeah, just that's, be a better person. That's, that's why we that's do this podcast, yeah. just to tell you to come on, man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe that's why I ended up posting because I needed this podcast. So thank you all for the gift. No, of the words I mean, that you I'll had to say. I'll go and just say that this was very, very helpful for me, too, to oh, change yeah. my perspective. And mm-hmm. and I would even say all of our listeners, just a nice challenge. I think we're going to post this one hopefully before Christmas. But if we don't, just a good challenge to, uh, when we get gifts, to be appreciative, to say thank you, to, yeah. even if even if we don't like it. And to try to be more thoughtful and intentional in the yeah. gift giving. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, thank you all for, for listening and uh, and we invite you to rate the podcast and you can check us out of course on all the different forms of media but go to vichimundum.com uh, leave us a review send us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and until next time Our Lady of Mount Carmel pray for us the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia, or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. This podcast is presented to you by individuals who are not all necessarily experts in the field of discussion, but are answering the call to new evangelization and sharing the love of Christ with you. God bless you.